Today on episode 118 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, I love Google Chrome for a lot of different reasons, but it can be a memory hog on your computer. Well, today I'm going to show you a trick to drastically reduce the amount of memory that Chrome uses. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back. This is The Computer Tutor Podcast, and I'm your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. I've been in the computer business since 1999, and here's how you can put that in perspective. I was repairing computers for five years before Google even invented Gmail. Gmail was actually in introduced in 2004, and of course I was one of the first ones to grab a Gmail email address, and that's been my primary email address ever since. And you know what happened a year after that? YouTube was started. That's right, as I record this podcast right now, YouTube has not yet been in existence for even 10 years. Seems like it's been here forever. Anyway, if your computer has a problem, I'm the guy you need to talk to. I can probably fix it remotely, so you don't even have to bring it to a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website, which is computertutorflorida.com forward slash 118. So let's get started. Like a lot of people, especially computer geeks, my favorite web browser is Google Chrome. It just works so well and it's so customizable. I just find that it, it does what I want it to do. Now, Firefox is good too, and I actually used Firefox as my default browser for many years, but for me, Chrome has first place right now. But Chrome is not without its faults. It can use up a lot of memory, and it does that when you have a lot of tabs open. So if you're shopping for a particular thing and there are, say, 15 or 20 different models of that thing or different options, and you want to be able to click on a browser tab and look at the specs for each one of those 15 or 20 models. So you just open up each one in its own tab. Well, that's fine. That's what Chrome is supposed to do. It's actually one of the features of almost any modern web browser, tabbed browsing. But here's an eye-opener for you. When you have all of those 20 tabs open, hit Control, Shift, and Escape, and open up Windows Task Manager, and take a look at the Processes column. And you'll see Google Chrome listed there 20 separate times. Every one of those tabs you have open is treated as having a separate process running on your computer. So if one tab being open uses say, 45 megabytes of memory, then having 10 open is like 450 megabytes of memory. And if you have 20 opened, you're getting close to a gigabyte of memory being used. Now, that can seriously slow down your computer, especially if you have several other programs going at the same time, all of them using memory on their own. Now, before you go hating Google Chrome for acting this way, you need to understand that there's a reason for it. In the old days, if you had several tabs open and one of the tabs was on a website that crashed, all of the tabs would close because the whole web browser would crash. That'd be pretty inconvenient if you had to go back and find all those web pages again. 
But now, since each tab is treated by the computer as a separate process, if you have one tab that crashes, it's the only one that goes down. The rest of them stay in place so you don't lose everything. That's a nice feature. But, like I said before, you pay for that feature with the memory that it uses up. And recently, I discovered a solution to that memory issue. It's a Chrome extension called OneTab. That's the word one as in singular and the word tab, but it's combined into a single word, OneTab. You can get it and read all about it at the website one-tab.com. When you go to that site, you'll see a link that says Add OneTab Now. Just click on that and it'll be installed in what's called an extension right into Chrome. It only takes a few seconds. And when it's installed, you'll see an icon of a blue funnel right up in the top right corner of your Chrome window. And here's how you can check it out and see how powerful it is. Just open up a bunch of tabs. Now, the easy way to do this is to go to Amazon and do a search for a common product like a cell phone case or something like that. And you'll see hundreds of them come up on Amazon. Well, click on one of them, but don't do the regular left click. Click on it with the scroller wheel of your mouse. You might not even know about this, so we'll call this a bonus tip for this episode. When you click on a link by pushing down on the wheel of your mouse, that link is automatically opened in a new tab on your browser. And it's not just Chrome, but any browser does this. So just go down that list of Amazon products and click on like 15 or 20 of them using your mouse wheel. So once you've done that, you now have a long row of tabs all opened in Chrome individually. Now here's how you make the magic happen. Just do one left click on the blue one-tab funnel that's up there in the right corner. In about a half second, you'll see your 20 tabs all disappear, and you'll just have one single tab open. And that one tab will be displaying a list of links, the 20 different Amazon web pages you had open in tabs just a second ago. So you can still access those web pages, or you can click to restore all of them back to the 20 separate tabs if you want, or you can click on individual links and restore them back one by one to separate tabs. Or if you want, you can delete all of them when you don't need them anymore. Now here's the way to really test the value of this. When you have all the tabs open separately, check your Windows Task Manager and add up all the memory that's being used by Chrome. Then go back to Chrome and combine them all into a single tab and check the total memory again. That is a huge memory savings. Or here's another option that you might find handy in certain situations. You have this page listing all of those web pages you looked up, you know, the one-tab page, and maybe you want to share that web page, you know, the page that lists all of those 20 links. You want to share it with someone else. Well, there's a button where you can do that. It just creates a unique web page address that you can email to someone, and that person just clicks a link in the email, and they'll see the same web page with all of those individual links that they can click on. The shared page actually even creates a unique QR code. You know, it's one of those little square icons that you can scan with your phone or with your tablet, and it'll take you to a website. Well, in this case, scanning that would take you to this particular web page with your list of links. It's a pretty cool extension, really, and of course, it's completely free. And if you want to play around with it and see what other things it's able to do, do a right-click on the blue funnel, and you'll see a link there called Options, so you can experiment with various features and how you prefer to have it behave and display links in different ways. And if there's a particular thing you would like it to do that's not currently available, 
you can contact the developers with your suggestion. They actually want people to do that. So maybe you'll see your idea show up in an update down the road sometime. Now, I can hear all of you diehard Firefox users already. What about us? Why does Chrome get all the good extensions? It's not fair. Well, don't worry. The one-tab extension is available for Firefox users, too, so you're not being left out in the cold. Now, if you're using Internet Explorer and you go to the website and try to install OneTab, well, you're going to get an error message. Probably something along the lines of, Sorry, folks, the park's closed. And you get bonus points if you know what that's from. But the real question is, why are you using Internet Explorer when there's other web browsers that are so much better? It's kind of like driving a 15-year-old Buick when you could be driving a brand new Mercedes. And you don't even pay any more for the better option because all of the web browsers are completely free. So let me know what you think. Do you use Chrome? Do you use Firefox? Have you tried OneTab? Have you tried other extensions? Do you drive a 15-year-old Buick? I would love to hear from you. Just call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468 and leave a message. Or you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless.